0: Happy Tuesday and welcome into another episode of Great Quarter Gals. I'm Kaylee Nix here with Grace Sharkey and her fabulous blue hair. We're back for a great episode talking all things conferences. Grace, we are officially done with the conference season. This last week has kind of wrapped it up for both of us. I think we're done throughout the rest of the year and the holidays. It's been a really busy one for you and really not a busy one for me, but it, it all ended in the culmination of F3, which was the best way to end it.
1: Oh, uh, for sure, and it's uh, as as one could probably tell from my voice, I much so need a break. But uh, no, it's uh, it, it was a, a great time, and I, I, I we talked about this on Freeways. Now it's just a, a really uh, new, fresh group of people that came, new faces, new companies, uh, new products, and I just I, I can't. It's so weird to say this because it's 300 and what 60 days away, but uh, I, actually a little bit more than that. Uh, I can't wait for next years it's gonna be uh, even more fun uh, to see what crowd we bring next year as well, especially I think with all the hype that came uh, not only from this one but from some of the uh, t- Twitter issues uh, over the last couple of days too, or X issues. I, I don't know what we're calling it these days, but yeah, it's uh, next year's gonna be really cool.
0: So if last year's Future Freight Festival here in Chattanooga was kind of this, like, return to normalcy, I want to say, like, for us here at Freight Waves, right? It was that step back to the very classic Freight Waves event, the return. That was our first our first in-person in Chattanooga event since the pandemic. We were supposed to have a Freight Tech in 2020 or a Freight uh, F3 in 2021, here in town. didn't happen because we had that surge. It was like the Delta wave or something like that. I don't know. That was three years ago now. I can't remember. But bringing back in 2022, it was, like I said, the kind of this resurgence, this like revitalization. This year, I want to say it was an energy influx is the way I'm going to call it. And we talked about this yesterday on Freight Waves Now. Uh, we did our roundtable with myself and Tony and Anthony talking a little bit about what our favorite parts were and kind of what the general vibe was. And I mentioned that it felt like a place of gratitude for a lot of people. A lot of people were very grateful to be there in person, to be able to have had the budget coming out of Q3, to be able to make it here to Chattanooga. And everyone that was there, everyone was just smiling and thankful and so happy to be there and connect and chat and just have a great time with everybody. And I'm very, very excited to see what the overarching theme for next year is. What did what did you kind of get out of that? I said gratitude. Um, Anthony kind of said innovation, and Tony kind of said that his was this like regrounding in perspective or or a different perspective from the industry about freight tech in general. What was your perspective on that, Grace?
1: You know, uh, just off off the head right now, I think we've are really on our way if not fulfilled this last f3 the word festival i think that's like this big key right it's like this isn't a conference this isn't uh a a regional meeting that we're getting together and just discussing through like this is this is a true festival, and I, I think uh, you know I was I was big Warp Tour girl back in the day, like the blue hair, whatever. um But like you know, you go to these events, and it's like a year of music, right? Or in this case, a year of of freight issues and problems, and technology, and and jokes and memes and and clever people and serious people, you could say, uh, that come together and and just want to have a a really good time with people that understand the issues that we've experienced over the past year. So, I was thinking about that last night like I think we're really starting to move this towards that term festival and I think that hopefully we start to see more people come that, that aren't just, you know, C-level executives but you know, entry levels and carrier operators and and uh, end engineers and things like that. Like, I, I just I get really excited because I again I think that if we can continue to fulfill that word festival and and make this uh, a great time full of gratitude and and celebration, then this is going to be a lot of fun in the future.
0: That's a really great point. Is that fact that. F3 isn't necessarily something that is just pertinent to your C level exec or to your tech vendor who's coming to sell their product. It's pertinent to anybody who has space in the industry and who wants to make those connections and who wants to learn a little bit more about what's going on or get just some broader perspective on the overall vibe of where people are sitting at, the ones that they work with maybe every single day in a fourth or fifth or kind of sixth exponential like touch point, right? Like you might not work with these people mm-hmm. directly every day, but you are working with them in some type of Capacity. And for a lot of us who have spent the last kind of year and a half to two years building out a network very virtually, doing that through LinkedIn, through X, formerly known as Twitter, through now all of these sites that we get together, through a Discord, which is over 800 people now, being able to come together in person really does make a massive difference. You put a name to a face, you put a face to a voice, and you get to understand people a little bit more. And you mentioned again that, like, kind of alternate attendee. I see, of course, the police advice hat that is back behind you. The yeah. police advice crew had, I think like 15 or 16 people there. And like a third of those were actual drivers were people who are driving their own truck, who utilized the truck parking club parking in Ringgold, shout out to truck parking club, but who that wouldn't necessarily be accessible to them in a generalized, like a typical conference setting. So, to see that yeah. and to know that we're opening this up to more people than just your suit and tie is really, really impactful to me, I think.
1: Yeah, like I, I've been to Matt's a couple times now, and I, I feel like we're getting close to that energy. But the thing about mats, especially for drivers, like you're, uh, and he might go, but Brad Jacobs probably isn't going to Matt's. So, it's like, <laughs> here's a perfect situation for them to hear from someone who, honestly did an incredible job uh, connecting with the audience, but that they might not always hear from. And, and and that goes to a lot of the speakers that we have. And we just do such a great job, I think, bringing in speakers that um, are connected to this industry, but also not connected at the same time. And uh, I think... It was just really cool, especially that crowd. I know there's a couple people that are even a part of some of the large brokerages that were able to come uh, that, you know, are are used to seeing their managers go to things like this. So I think, you know, for everyone listening out there, uh, brokers, tech companies, et cetera, like, use this as like an incentive like hey well we've got two tickets to so whoever makes sales goals this year gets to go to the event and that's what i want to, people to start kind of treating this is more of like again the celebration this festival for the work that you've done in this past year and so we can see another crowd that uh, is important to this industry so, Grace, let's talk
0: content-wise, because as always, it's not just to go in and meet these people, but there are some really, really great nuggets of content who came out of this space. And, of course, we can focus a little bit on the female aspect of things because it is great quarter gals. We had some really, yeah. really powerful lady speakers that were here up on the main stage this uh, last week. Talk to me about some of your favorites who got to grace either the main stage or the Freightwave TV stage.
1: Uh, well, one in particular, I will say uh, Liz Ward from Box, I think, did a wonderful job with JP and Craig talking about the convoy situation. Uh, we also took a cab from the airport together. So uh, we got a nice discussion in before the event even happened. And uh, uh, it was, I think, a very valuable discussion for anyone who's at the event and in in maybe is uh, questioning the full uh, uh, scope of, of what Convoy has done for this industry. Uh, the more and more that I've read, not just uh, about the carrier experience, but customer experience uh, on different social media sites, on review sites over the past couple weeks, like Convoy really was doing something incredible, which by the way, if you will see, remember the Convoy half from F3 ago? Yeah. Do you have threes Yeah, 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 yeah. Still got it. Made um, its way to a Beyonce concert this year. Uh, no, it's... Uh, uh, but I, I want people... And I really love that discussion because it was uh, positive while also, you know, I think focusing on uh, where tech and especially tech valuations could probably uh, do a little bit better in the future. But uh, especially from Liz's experience in this industry and, and just her discussion. And her uh, transparency and and conversations she's had with Dan in the past. Uh, I really like that. And I think anyone who listened to that chat left there maybe a little bit more optimistic about the footprint that Convoy's left on the industry at the end of the day.
0: And I really want to give Liz. And JP, both major shout outs to this one because peeling back the magic of the TV magic of the curtain there, the TV magic curtain, whatever you want to call it, is we were running a full about 25 minutes light on content that part in the morning. So, you know, this, these things run on a schedule. It's pretty tight. People like to keep to their schedule because they set up meetings and lunches and yada, yada, right? We were running about 25 minutes early on that first day. And so Craig comes backstage and he goes, what the heck are we gonna do? And he looks at me and he goes, Do you wanna talk about convoy? Immediately, no. Me, just absolutely not. <laughs> why? <Yeah. laughs> he goes, why? And I said, you know what? Like, I I I know a lot about the situation. Of course, we sat here and we've talked about it, but it's it's very intimidating to step up onto an arena that big without the proper preparation time to get a topic underneath your oh. belt, right? And I would yeah. call us pretty seasoned professionals, like we're, we're lightly salted professionals, <laughs> and so it's yeah. what we do, but to, for him to say, we're talking Convoy, um, we got JP on Slack, and JP said, let's pull Liz Ward, she was, she was part of the, the original group of Convoy, and she immediately, no hesitation, stepped into that role. They went up and did a full 25-minute fireside chat on this topic with zero preparation time. I think they had about I didn't 12, that. 12 minutes, 12 minutes of warning. So for both of them to get up there and to add incredible, incredibly intelligent nuggets of wisdom to this conversation and have a very pertinent something that was just off the fly like that, just massive kudos to both of them.
1: Yeah, I had no idea that's how well you covered it up. So yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> TV magic, everybody. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so Liz Ward obviously
0: was really great. And let's talk about Amazon Freight and some of their women women in leadership because we all know they secured that number one spot on the Freight Tech 25. And as they did it, um, their two of their ladies came running backstage and grabbed the Freight Tech 25 Award. They were so excited. And they had this like mini party at their booth out and they were just like cheering and yelling. And it was so great to see. Not only they value, of course, the fact that they're there, but they really value that number one spot.
1: Uh, it, you know what I? I just want to say, and this is goes back to something that we talked about too at F three is uh, well, Craig brought this up on stage. Is uh I have just been like hating on Amazon for so long. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I I've just, I've, it's, I've always been the first. Like, no, I'm not going to use Amazon Prime. I'm going go to go to the local store. Like, I'm no, no, no. And uh, the re- how this hit me actually was, I was. I wanted to get a new skirt for F3. This is funny how this is going. And, I've, i so I started buying from Amazon fashion and I got a skirt and it was awesome. It fit perfectly. I loved the, like, you know, as a more, as a plus size woman, the photo and, in, in the, um, images that they use for this, like uh, the item were perfect, like realistic body types on their website. And it, I was talking to Haley about this in the bathroom because her pants were from Amazon too. So we're like, wow, this is so crazy. Um, and It shipped so quickly. I was able to clearly have everything ready for F3, uh, and I was able to like deliver it at like a local spot. Like they've just changed the absolute game when it comes to e-commerce being a consumer purchasing things knowing when it's going to deliver having so many different options for delivery uh, i got something for my mother it didn't deliver on time just the return process like uh, sending out something that uh, as a backup in case something doesn't deliver like they just they have all of the boxes checked and i'm sitting there and i'm like watching craig talk about how as you know entities get big that people just like to hate on them. And I'm like, that's me, I'm just a hater. I'm just being a hater on Amazon Freight for no absolute reason. So here I am today saying congratulations, Amazon Freight. You deserve the number one spot. You got the number one spot. You earned the number one spot in my heart. This is, you know, maybe this is Amazon blue hair at the end of the day. So, uh, you know, I I got an opportunity as well on the radio to interview uh, a Dorcas who actually works in their Amazon uh, freight partnerships. So working to bring uh, minorities into their uh, carrier network. And I actually have a friend who has built a very, very successful business off of that uh, partnership program as well to the point where he now has warehouses and land and has literally gotten a whole, a gener- talk about generational wealth. Like his family is just is set now from where he was when he began. So, <laughs> We can talk about the, the few negatives that come up here and there, but I'll tell you what, I just, I, I'm no longer a hater and I am I'm all the love at this point right now.
0: <laughs> all the love for Amazon Freight, I agree. And Rebecca Salt was up on the main stage. She had a fireside chat. Of course, you have um, the other Hannah and Richards, who's one of their leaders in yes. the freight space and one of their supply chain um, leaders as well. So huge congrats to Amazon Freight and there were a lot of women that were on the main stage this year as well and grace i don't know if you got to be in there for kendra tucker we all know that we both love her uh her in the red power suit with the christian louboutins the suit the red bottoms and her directly squaring off against our founder and ceo craig fuller we showed this again on freight waves tv or freight now now Check this out because it's one, it's a pertinent conversation about fraud. But two, it's hilarious. And three, truck stop <laughs> social media team killing it. Just watch this.
1: I want to get into the fraud conversation. Yeah. I think this is probably top of mind for so many in this industry. Do you believe that the AT is enough?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Oh, so, of course, I, I, I got to I gotta know your thoughts because I've watched that over and over again and it still makes me laugh. Uh,
1: yeah, first of all, to touch on their social media presence right now, I emailed Brent like two months ago and I was like, I don't know who you hired, but you hired someone and they're doing an excellent job and they deserve a raise. <laughs> uh, that right there, everyone, I hope you saw that like clip in the that editing. That's how you run a social media account. Uh, no, on top of that, uh, don't we all just love craig like just to to go for it like i love that stuff it's our stage why not right go for it mm-hmm. and uh go she answered it. it perfectly and i think it, it's you know what i love that they're not being shy about it because there's big big fraud numbers out there like this is a very very big problem i was talking and we're talking there's double brokering fraud, there's cyber attack fraud. There's so many different avenues that brokers are are having issues with. I was speaking with a, a brokerage during the event who, I won't say who it was, but they're telling me of, Uh, over, I think, right about 1.8 million emails to the company, Uh, over 100,000 of those were um, like those uh, phishing attempts. So like, uh, we are just getting hit from all points of our supply chain. And as we become more technologically connected, that cyber attack issue is going to become even bigger. So the fact that we have even the double brokering fraud on top of that, like, Way to to uh, can I swear on this? I was about to throw that bomb out there. Way to go, <laughs> truck stop! Like uh it's uh, t- take ownership of it. Why not? And I think uh the competitor out there is probably. Trying to figure out what to do, because once you make that first move, I mean, there's not much uh, left for you to do, but then come out and, and, and say something straight up about it. So we're all sitting here waiting at this point. I don't know what's taking so long, but someone's definitely outspoken about it. And I'm happy to see it's our partners at, at Truck Stop and especially led by wonderful Kendra as well.
0: The F word in this case being fraud. That's that's the F <laughs> that we're trying to drop <laughs>
1: here. But my, my favorite part <laughs> about that
0: is, of course, you know, that's Craig straight up not shying away from a very hot button topic, a very pertinent issue. And, of course, like you said, we saw the value of that in Highway's Freight Tech 25 rating. First year on the Freight Tech 25, they come in at number seven. That is absolute just a change in perspective for how much the industry truly values this type of freight tech. But more to that point of Craig not shying away from the issue, I'm standing backstage when that happens. I th- Christine, Christine, I think is her name, is who's over uh, PR for Truck Stop. She's sitting there videoing. She turns her head and looks at me and goes, did he really just ask that? And then Craig doubles down on the question. And I'm sitting here and my jaw's on the floor. And we're both like, he really <laughs> just asked that. And then she gave the, what do you think? And we were like, Yes, we love a good yeah. PR answer like that. But yeah. I mean, more to the point, it is it is an important conversation. It was great to hear from her and it was just absolutely incredible to see her take that stage and do such a great job leading her company. My favorite thing about Truck Stop when we're on this woman in leadership um, tangent, I guess that we've kind of fallen on, they have seven people on their executive leadership team, right? Seven of those that includes their C-suite executives and their executive level management. Five out of those seven are women and that is she kendra mentioned this in her um in the first part of their chat together was she said if you take a look at our leadership team you see my fingerprints all over that and that is absolutely huge because a lot of these women executives everybody wants and talks about leaving a legacy and their goals for mentorship and development and what they want to do with their life she's putting those goals into fruition surrounding herself with strong female leadership and the proof is quite literally on their about page on truckstop.com. Yeah, uh,
1: definitely. And uh, that being said, I'm excited to see how this, uh, these initiatives in particular continue to grow and, and what they add. I know um, you brought up a highway as well, right? He was working on this and, uh, another one of the Freight Tech uh, Top 25 ISO uh, just actually announced their partnership with Highway as well to, to not only bring that transparency, but bring the the bench, benchmarking aspect to it, right? Like, here are these carriers, and here's how they perform, and uh, here's their kind of like uh, ISO kind of credit score uh, based on the, the industry as a whole. And I think uh, I, I'm really excited to see how like our logistics providers and shippers out there start to now utilize these tools that truck stop and highway and others are putting it together to to end a lot of this stuff
0: so grace we've touched on this year a whole bunch let's go ahead and flash forward to next year because craig fuller has thrown down the gauntlet i would almost say and we <laughs> talked a little bit about kind of those alternative groups that are coming to f3 and making this accessible to everyone. He has now, you can see it in his tweet, anyone that posts a freight meme every day on X for the next year, so this was on the 9th, this was the last day of F3, gets free admission to F3 next year. And when I say throwing down the gauntlet, he did this and every single freight creator was like that. F3 memes is trending on Twitter right now. Truck drivers are trending on Twitter right now. And one, they're absolutely hilarious. But two, this is just another ability that Craig opens up to another avenue of potential people to get into the industry. We've got another tweet here that he put up as well that shows the value that creators are really adding to this industry. Serious logistics people, that's an inside joke. Go check out X if you don't, if you don't understand it. But we are going to launch the first ever freight creator contest next year. Over 100k in cra- cash prizes. And I think this is absolutely incredible to see the value that he places not just on the community as a whole, but knowing the fact that we're a media site who survives because we have the strength in numbers and because we support and raise the other folks in the industry.
1: That, you know, that's actually kind of what I was going to say is you could look at other content creators technically as competition, right, for for what we do every day, but I think it's the total opposite I think a lot of uh, for me personally a lot of those creators out there that aren't tied directly to, to freight waves uh, help push me and help uh, me learn more uh, interesting topics to touch on and and are always you know incredible guests for our shows and build our audience into even bigger than it is I think one of my favorite examples of this and and, and now part of our team is Cents per mile i was so happy to see that they're part of this i mean that's going to be a whole other trucking audience that that we i don't think have captured and uh i think that's what likely is is the payoff of this is that not only are we going to see a whole different group of of audience members. But we're going to see a whole as over the next year, a whole different type of content creation going. Uh, Keep uh, really those out there making content on their toes. And on top of that, like, I I can't imagine what wonderful guests we'll see throughout this experience, uh, what type of uh, content we can create at the event next year. I think that's like really what got me thinking about the whole festival thing. It's like, that's what this feels like. It's like just a bunch of really fun creators coming together and saying, like, this is a really great industry to learn about, to talk about, and to, to have fun in at the same time. And <laughs> listen, if, if there's anything that we learned from Brad Jacobs and a lot of other people out there is this, this industry is just going to keep getting bigger, uh, right? We're in a cycle now, or a, a down cycle, but it's going to come back around. And we're going to need new people and new faces and new engineers and uh, clearly more women in this space, but uh, different types of roles that that come with the technology advances that we're looking at, whether it's in the truck or we're in the office. So, hey, this is, <laughs> we're just trying to bring more people into this industry. And it's, this is the funnest way to do it. I think.
0: Let's see. I learned three big things from app three. Um, number one, shout out to Justin Martin. He would love to hear me say this always be posting. I have now officially posted something on X slash Twitter for eight days in a row. That's the longest streak I've had a very, very long time. So look at me becoming a freight creator, freight creator, right? And then from Alex Mai, from Mother Trucker, who, of course, sat and did his chat with Tim Dooner and with Craig Fuller. And that is, there is so much to talk about in this space. So just do it. Don't even hesitate about it. People will listen if you post it. So, Grace, I love this conversation. Thank you again for doing this show with me. It came to fruition with us like almost two years ago now. Where else can the people get you coming up this week?
1: Well, uh, I'll be on the radio, of course. So excited for that. Uh, j- uh, filming stuff for our next summit, our Dust Domestic Supply Chain Summit coming up uh, in a few weeks in December as well. Uh, so you can check that out. Uh, uh, you can check out uh, my link tree, which will get you all of our good content. The stock out just forgot that happened on Monday. So, uh, yeah, a lot of find me on, on our YouTube page. Go to our YouTube page and like and subscribe. That's what we need you to do.
0: Absolutely do that. And we will see you guys next week for another episode of Great Quarter Gals. Have a great week, y'all. One, two, three,